of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Um, this episode is entitled Creating Custom Clothing with Phoenix Elite and Zena Le- Taylor Made by Zena Lene. Hey. I gotta put that Taylor Made on the front, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Taylor Made. Taylor Made by Zena Lene. Okay, so thank you guys for tuning in with us today. So I just want to start off by talking about, that's yours, yeah. <laughs> oh, here. Go to pineapple or jar. My ice cup is in there. Yeah, the ice cup might be in there. No, we pour. I pour one out, right? You pour yours out. Okay. That is. No, he has his own cup, girl. They made me buy some noun ladies too, to make it five dollars. Ah, Sorry, I'm sure you guys don't care about this, but the, the podcast is raw. I might edit. I might not. We we make okay. emotions. All right. So I just want to talk about, start off by talking about how I met these ladies and just give them like a great introduction. So I actually, me and Shaquana, we met via social media mm-hmm. at first. Yeah, I actually was uh, new to New York and I was following like a different designer hashtags and I came across her page and I reached out to her that way and we actually got to meet in person when we did a fashion show together. It was called Circus, Circus of, of Sin. Sin. <laughs> Circus of Sin. I actually got to meet shout you out at to the... Alicia. Right, shout out to... She's doing another one, too. I wonder I if she's going to invite us to be guests. I mean, are we, <laughs> are we uh, going to be in this show, Alicia? <laughs> Let us know. I want to know if we I'm invited. <laughs> Please do. And then I, I met Zena. Circus of Sin, so I'm, I'm always down, you know. Right. <laughs> and then I actually... I. I met Zena in the fabric store. Sure did. I walked right up really? to her and started talking to her. To but the reason why I walked up to her was because Ashley because had told me New York. that too. <laughs> and Ashley, little Ashley, had uh, mentioned you when me and her were talking about a fashion show that we had did, that mm-hmm. I had did. And she's like, I think my friend Zena did that show. And I'm like, well, what's her name? And she gave me your Instagram. So I was already following you like on Instagram first. So then when I see you, I'm like, let me just go say hi. Because I already be stalking her on Instagram. And I look at her <laughs> stuff. And I like her stuff. So I probably should like introduce myself. And then that's when I just walked up to you. I'm like, hey, girl. You know like, Zena, right? Zena. I was like, yeah. She's like, who is this bitch walking up to me? <laughs> So I like to do this game first, just like mm-hmm. to kind of warm you guys up. It's okay. like, um, or it's like or, or say okay. something or, or something, and you're gonna tell okay. me what you like. So starting with Zena, shorts or pants? Pants. Jackets or dusters? Dusters. Coffin or um, point? What's that pointy one called? Stiletto. Stiletto. Um, hats or uh, head wraps? Ooh, head wraps. I like both. <laughs> Studs or hoops? Hoops all day. <laughs> yeah. Even though I don't have any on right now, but I hoops have all day. Uh, all right. If you could go without one browser lashes. <laughs> if I could go without one? Which one? I mean, you got to pick one. If you had to pick one, browser lashes. I'll give it a lashes. Okay. I could use mascara for days, but I don't have no eyebrows underneath here. They are thin, honey. <laughs> uh, sewing a wig. Um, sewing. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna jump right in. I'm gonna start with you, Zena. Uh, I want you to talk about how you got started in fashion, just a little bit like about like your background and your brand. Okay. So I always tell people that um, I was born to do this. It was like by default because my grandfather worked in a, a garment district for over 35 years. He retired there. I didn't know that until after he died, though. Oh. My dad is into fashion. He had a clothing line. My mom actually went to fashion industries. Um, she wanted to be a designer, but then she got pregnant. So then here I go. You know, I've always been creative. Um, I love to create. 
um, but I never thought that it could be taught. Mm -hmm. So I had the creative um, mind. I was always super creative with my clothes. I would cut things up, put paint on stuff, all that stuff in high school, but I never had the skill like to sew. Um, and I didn't know that you can be taught those things. And um, it's funny because when I was younger, I would always say that I wanted to be a teacher. In elementary school, I was like, I want to be a teacher. But my reasoning for wanting to be a teacher is so funny. I wanted to be a teacher because I wanted to dress nice and wear red lipstick. So every time That's I would look at my every time I would look at my <laughs> teachers, I used to be like, Why do they wear these clothes? And these are such boring clothing. And why don't they wear red lipstick and high heels? So it's funny because it still goes right back to fashion. Um, so yeah, always had a love for it. I went back to school and got a degree in fashion design, and um, I worked in the fashion industry for about two and a half, three years, and then I decided to just go out and step, you know, take a leap of faith and do it on my own. And here we are, year six and counting. You go, girl. Okay. So year six. Okay. Uh, Kwana, same question. How'd you get started? Um, so I have an aunt who's a seamstress. Um, when I was younger, I would always go to her house, and I would literally sit on her floor, and I would take the scraps of fabric, and I would make clothes for my dolls. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I knew from young that this is what I wanted to do. And um, when I was in junior high school, I kept telling my mom, I want to be a designer, I want to be a designer. So when it came time to pick high schools, <laughs> I chose one, fashion industries. Mm -hmm. My mom's like, well, what happens if you don't get in? And I'm like, that's not an option. Like, I'm going to get in. So I had to do this portfolio that was horrible. I couldn't draw. I couldn't sew. Like, it was horrible. But I got in. Mm -hmm. So when I got into fashion industries, um, did Wait, four years. Fashion industries make you do a portfolio before you can get in. The mm -hmm. high school. Yes. Yeah. yeah. High school. So yep. you gotta have a portfolio coming out of eighth grade. Yes. Yes. You do. Wow. Mm -hmm. You have to okay. do a portfolio to get into the high school, and I got in. Okay. With this, I mean, my sketches were horrible <laughs> at the time, so I got in. Um, I did four years of high school fashion industries. When I graduated, I went to college for fashion design. So I always knew what I wanted to do. I only picked one college, mm -hmm. which was not FIT, because everyone always assumed that I went to yeah. FIT. Mm -hmm. I went to the Art Institute. Me too. <laughs> I went to the Art Institute. Oh, yeah, also, New York City. City I guess. Yes, me too. I so, went there too. Um, went to the Art Institute of New York, went to the Art Institute of Atlanta, came back to the Art Institute of New York, and I always knew this is what I wanted to do. So, mm -hmm. so it was Destin. I knew from Destin too. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother, was. she taught me how to sew and mm -hmm. everything too. Um, and I, I, my, my, I couldn't draw into like maybe second or third year of design school. I couldn't draw oh, really? Shit college yet. or high school? College. college. I didn't go to, my I high learned, school didn't have anything like oh, that in my okay. high school. I um, learned to sketch I did in of, high school. I did cooking in high school. Oh, and wow. I wanted to be a teacher too, and I still do want to be a teacher. And I, I do teach like on the side, but that, I always wanted to either teach cooking, child development, and like fashion. Like all like, I wanted to be like a professional fashion. homemaker. Mm -hmm. Like that was like mm -hmm. always like my thing. Like, oh, I'm going to be a professional homemaker. I'm going to teach people how to do everything. So. You can do it, girl. I'm trying, mm -hmm. girl. So we gonna talk about this you custom know, honey today. Jesus, Jesus, we gonna talk about custom clothing today. Mm -hmm. So, Ooh. first off, I wanna ask y'all if y'all both could give me like, I wanna ask you for four, ask you for four too. Four adjectives that is like the key, like a key characteristic that you need to be a custom wear designer. What are four? Four adjectives or now? It's a yes, Ashton, not a noun because app. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't getting it right. <laughs> Go, Zena. Um, Four adjectives. Um, well, to be a fashion designer? No, to a be custom. a custom wear oh, designer. custom. Well, one, I don't know if this is adjective or not, but there has to be patience. That's an adjective. Oh, okay. <laughs> Consistency. Mm -hmm. um, 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 attention to detail. Mm hmm and um, customer service. Customer service? No, customer that's, service that's, a good, that's, a, that's a characteristic. That is super, like, you huge. You agree? Same. So I was going to say creativity, mm -hmm. patience, which 
I'm sure you know. The depressing. They're woo sauce. Creativity, patience, customer service. I'm gonna have to agree with her on that one. And um, I don't even know a fourth one. You said four, right? Yep. Creativity, patience, customer service. I'm gonna agree with her attention to detail. I neither one of y'all said entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurial spirit. Um, Can I tell well, you why I didn't say that? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't feel like you need an entrepreneurship, entrepreneur spirit to be a custom designer. Um, because when doing it, for me, it's usually my client will come to me with something. And reason why I say creativity, because I always change the designs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. have my own spin on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't really feel like you need to have entrepreneurship. Now, as a designer of your own brand, mm-hmm. yes. I don't feel like we're custom. So I would say that, um, yeah, I, I agree. You don't, I personally don't believe that you have to have this entrepreneur spirit to be a custom designer um, because I've done both. Mm-hmm. It's just that I got to a point where um, it became so overwhelming and I had to choose. It's either do what I love and follow my dreams and just take a leap of faith, not knowing when I'm going to get paid, how I'm going to get paid. I just know that I'm talented and I'm just going to run with that or you know stick with the job both can actually be done with doing um custom sorry custom clothing and working a, a full-time or part-time job um it's all about the direction like what is it that where do you see your brand going and is it something where it's like ran by you or um you know or is it just like a part-time thing or a hobby so i think it's more so what that looks like for you opposed to like just strictly saying oh because you're doing custom you have to be like an entrepreneur um i mean the work (laughs) i feel like requires it to be entrepreneurship but it definitely can be um it can be done with a part-time full-time job because i do think there are custom designers that just do it as a hobby Mm -hmm. okay it's not the same passion but then you guys you don't get afraid of like like not having that protection when I say entrepreneurship like having like that business mindset like yo if somebody asks for their money back are you going to give them their money back even though you spend all like your time and energy so that's and what everything my contracts are for right right exactly. that's entrepreneurship uh-huh. I'm not I have entrepreneurship but I'm saying I don't you know like you need, need it. it okay yeah. until your ass run into a problem then you need it because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have them at first neither and then I'm yeah. like oh shit yeah. I need contracts well, especially know. when you deal with custom clothing because I didn't deal with so much shit like, I had that mm-hmm. issue because it was because of you that I actually even you were like, girl, no, get a contract. Yeah. I'll never forget, like, I had an issue with a client, and I called Lenise, and I'm like, what do I... And she's like, you need a contract. contract yeah. Facts. And she yeah. said, I'm going to email you a copy of mine, look at my... And I I took some things from hers, took some things on my own, and I mm-hmm. ended up my own contract. Yeah. And now I don't play. I'm like, you signed that... that you remember that contract you signed? <laughs> right. Because I have a copy, right. and so do you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then when they don't read it, I make sure, like, because sometimes they don't, they just sign. Like, I used to be like, well, let me just give you the, the rundown yeah, real quick, exactly. so that way you're giving it to them verbal too. Yeah. Just because yeah, they don't that. read it, because yeah. you don't always look at your contracts, but yeah. you should. But I'm just like, Absolutely. it's too many people that either complained afterwards, like oh, like a week later after y'all asked to post all your Instagram videos. <laughs> now you talking about how the shit yeah. then fell apart. Mm-hmm. And how, mm-hmm. Girl, where's this? Where's this? I'm not giving your money back, sis. <laughs> right? Always, you look nice in these pictures, right? right. And get Absolutely. the complaining, or somebody else has gotten into their head, which I have. Yeah. Cut, well, okay. I cut that down. Like as far as like when you come, like when someone comes for a fitting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do you allow more than one person, or how do you go with like when it comes to, like fitness? Like, is it do you allow? I mean, 
granted with prom you probably gotta let their mama in because their mama is paying <laughs> mm-hmm. but like how do you have a limit on your um people because one time i had like four people i was like oh no like her auntie her, her cousin her mama her sister. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing it's just too many opinions in one room <laughs> so do you have a limit now like when you guys do yes. fittings so what's yours so if you tell me ahead of time this person's coming i don't need more than two people with you mm-hmm. okay first of all my space ain't big enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's I've had a client come, and it was a prom client, and she came for her fitting, mm-hmm. and when she got there, it was her, her mom, her boyfriend, her sister, her grandmother. Oh, no. And they had went shopping at BJ's, and y'all know BJ's don't give you bags. Yeah, uh, and they y'all gotta get out of my house. Cab. Y'all gotta get out of oh, my Lord. house. <laughs> and I came downstairs to meet them. And I was just like, get out my oh, house. No, <laughs> I, I was like, get out my house. I was just like, I said, everybody. I was so calm, and I was just like, everybody can't come upstairs. Yeah, it can't fit. Why like, would you come to somebody's house with five people though for a fucking fitting? That doesn't make like, sense. Well, can just me and my mom come? And I'm like, sure. And it wasn't even a fitting. She was coming. She was coming for a measurement. Girl, oh, bye. Yeah, I am uh-huh. not finna have seven people in my house. So I was just like, it's too much. And so, yes, I do have a limit. You and you can bring two people. I don't say that to them, mm-hmm. but what really, really, really grinds my gears is I'll have a client. They'll be like, okay, I'm on my way. And then they're like, I'm downstairs. And now as I'm going to, they're like, oh, it's such and such is with me. And mm-hmm. it's like, you couldn't tell. I just you could have told me that beforehand. You tell me that mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's Facts. proper yeah. etiquette to tell someone beforehand mm-hmm. you're bringing someone Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. Zena, yeah. what's yours? I know so you had a me, situation too with so many people in your house too. <laughs> so the thing is with me, um, so I have an office. My office isn't that huge. So once they get there, They'll see that, okay, a couple of us have to stay outside. Um, I don't really tell them, like, there's a limit. A lot of times my clients usually ask me, they'll say, is it okay for me to bring someone with me? Oh, you me? got respect or, for clients. Or they'll say, I have so-and-so <laughs> with me. So usually um, they don't really come with, with many people. But see, my office is also so far out. So when it's my cl- my prom clients, I, I always, like, have in my mind that they're going to have someone with them, which I don't mind that because you are a minor. So I wouldn't mind, you know, you having someone with you, whether it's a parent, a friend, or yeah. so forth, because my office is kind of, like, far out anyways. It's, like, very quiet and deserted in that area. So I don't mind. Where is when it? it's my home, it's in Park Slope. Park Slope, okay. So, but when it's my home, yeah, I kind of, like, have an issue. But what I'm cracking down on now is actually having my clients be in my office opposed to my home. So for me, it's more, um, it's comfort to be home and someone there. And I'll just come to my house. Until I had a client steal $6,000 from me in cash what? money. Yep. That's prom. So it's just like now I cannot Girl, have, when she told me that story, I, I can't almost, have Like my heart melted people. in my chest. And when I tell you I am so good to these people, like I am so good. I let them come in my house. I let them cook. We have great conversations. You know, it's always amazing. Like I always say that it feels like therapy with my clients because um, I had like a couch in my office. I swear it felt like they were coming to therapy sessions because of the mm. conversations we would have. So it really hurt my heart that someone would do that, yeah, but it's that also was... an eye-opener. It's like, okay, you need to crack down on certain things. Like, this is actually a business. These aren't my friends. Right. You know, and they showed me that. Clearly, when you smile in my face and then you take my money yeah. and then act like you had no idea on That means you were in my room snooping for that to happen, you know? While you was fitting their friend. While you were, and mm. I, I mean, I honestly think it was one of my client's mothers, to be quite honest. I wow. think it was the mom, just by the way everything went. You know, I filed a report and all of that stuff, but, um, so yeah, so back to the question at hand, cracking down on that is just like not really having these people be in my space, my personal space. And then, you know, I'm very spiritual and stuff, so I'm, um, 
I'm really, really cautious about who I allow in my space also. Yeah, and, you know, these are people that I, I grow to love, but it's just like that was enough. It was an, an eye-opener, like, oh, no, absolutely not. So, yeah, you'll come to my office, even though my apartment might be convenient for you, but, yeah, you're going to have to come. Mm-hmm. Right. Have to come on. And that's how you, that's that protection for yourself and, like, yeah. everything because I couldn't imagine. Everybody and their mama would have got beat before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Girl, yeah, girl. Some days I still be like, how? Like how? Like how? Like, how? And how do you have the balls to, to do that to somebody who's doing something, something special for you? you. Yeah, like man. that's insane yeah. to me. Yeah. So how do you, uh, how you guys work like with your price structure? Because does it like, do you wait until after you get all of like, um, like the details? I guess like at the consultation, mm-hmm. or do you kind of give them like a quoted price? Like once they send you a picture, like something that they want. Like how do you structure out your pricing? So for me, um, people always hit me because I mean, you get the how much you how much would you charge me for? Of a course, dress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the dress looks like, mm-hmm. what you want, mm-hmm. and I'm yes. just like, what's the event? <laughs> what's the occasion? So I do have set prices for like occasion, like for instance, prom. My prom dresses start at five hundred and up. Uh, I don't really do five hundred dollars dresses because that's kind of you know cheap. But I hear that. Then once you give me all the details. Or even if you're like, you know, you can do what you want. You can design it how you want. Um, I take into account the price of fabric, mm-hmm. the amount of work I'm going to have to do. If I got to make a pattern, because I do still free cut a lot. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I've learned to free cut. So if, I'm, if, if I got to make a pattern, if I got to drape this, all of that, I'm charging you for. Right. Mm-hmm. As you should. That's a lot of work. And I feel like uh, these clients don't realize the work, much work that we put, put in, into mm-hmm. especially custom garments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the work we put into making this one garment for you to fit you made to fit your body mm-hmm. i had a client right me. i don't know if i should talk about you this. should talk about everything lie. that's the whole point <laughs> you might want to end the live if you want to but it's <laughs> gonna be on the podcast <laughs> so last year you don't have to name names no i'm not um okay. she's not a client first of all that's my thing. She's not a client. I had someone write me. Mm-hmm. So last year, my little sister went to high school prom, mm-hmm. and I designed her dress, and mm-hmm. she went viral. Mm-hmm. And I had someone send me her dress this year and said, I, I want this dress for my prom. I'm willing to pay you $200 for it. And I was just, you just told me? Which, right. <laughs> First of all, a right. simple birthday dress costs $200, a mini. Right. Maybe. A Maybe. Mini, right. A mini. Right. A mini. No detail. Right. Nothing. And she was like, I'm willing to pay. And I'm just like, well, you know, you know, I had to be. I turned into Becky. And I'm like, well, I'm so, unfortunately, doll. I call my clients doll. Unfortunately, doll. That's a $650 dress. And I'm like, the audacity of some people, you know, for right. you, but not when you're willing to pay me. Right. And right. I was going to say that. Like, not like, hi, you know, I really love your work. I would how like to know how much it? this dress would cost me. Right. You go, That's like you walking into, like, a luxury store, any other store, telling me, like, I like that, but I'm only willing to pay this much right. for it. Absolutely. No, you need to treat black businesses just like any other business. You're like, looking at this dress. You see that it's three fabrics. Mm-hmm. There's appliques on this dress. Mm-hmm. And not only does she, she's like, I want the exact same color, exact same dress, but can you change the color of the applique? So you you want even more things done, and you want to tell me you pay me $200? $200, yeah. girl. Girl. Basses. This is custom. Mm-hmm. If you can, I just feel like if you can't afford custom, don't, don't try, try to get, get it. Because mm-hmm. you can get something off the rack, and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Is yours, like, similar? Do you wait to the end? Or you okay, like- so um, so what I do is when, when a client will reach out to me, and they'll say, you know, how much do you charge for dresses? Or they'll say, I'll... So what I'll do is I'll say, can you send me pictures of inspiration? Mm -hmm. Like, do you have any type of um, dress in mind? And if they say they have, um, you know, if they have the the idea, they'll send me the pictures and I'll quote them a price. So what I don't do 
is I don't take consultations without giving without pricing. I'm um, giving them a quote I like because that. that's a you're wasting my time. Even though Facts. I'll say twenty five dollars for a consultation, but still twenty five dollars. You don't have to come this way if you can't afford it. You right. know because what we're not gonna do is sit in my office and do this whole um you know I can pay this and we can do that and yeah. we work something out. I, time is money. We ain't about to do that. So I don't do that. So I ask them to send me um you know inspirations on what they want and then I'll give them a price quote. So yes, prices went up because you know I was I was yes. giving I was giving you know these crazy crazy cheap prices for my work. Did she tell you your prices was too cheap? Because she told they, me that yes. before too. <laughs> but she, yeah, she was like, girl, you charge what? And then what happened was we had the 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 lunch. The brunch. We did the brunch. Mm-hmm. We did the brunch with all designers and then... The first one or the second one? The second, the second one. one. Oh, I yeah. So like they're the showing one. me... They're showing me their work, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, I charge $700 for this dress. And, I sh- and I'm like, dang, I only charge $385 for that dress. <laughs> I was like, you. And then no. we went and to like, Gladys after are- that, me and her, just me and her. We were and drinking. We were, just- we were just talking, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. So now, and it's I just. I remember even Shay was like, you need to up your prices. And I'm like, okay. Because okay. here's the thing, and this is what I've, I've learned to, to, like, really, really realize. Like, I have an office. I have an apartment. I have a, a truck that I have to pay insurance you on. I have light, gas. I have all of these things. There is no way that I should be struggling trying to figure out how I'm going to make ends meet. Meanwhile, you walking around here in this dress, this dress that should be $1,000, and yet I'm I'm giving you, like, you're giving me pennies for it. And mm-hmm. it's like my time, my energy, all of this stuff. Going to fabric stores, this stuff takes time, yeah. you know? So um, I'm just like, I can't do it. So then I, what I what I had to do was see my work outside of myself. Because honestly, yeah, it can take, I can do a dress in a day. I can do a dress in a couple hours. I can do right. a suit in a couple can. hours. We all can. Right? They already know that. So, right. <laughs> so, here's the, so here's the issue with that. That's how I was pricing things that's to people. That's how I was based on I was, time. I was yeah. basing it off of, oh, that's an easy dress. But it's like, uh-uh, that's not what you do. This what? Look at all of the wow, other easy like stuff. <laughs> when you go into Chanel, when you see this little flimsy silk shirt for, for you know, $900 that took 2.5 seconds to make, Thanks. and you're like, I said, uh-uh, I got to stop doing this. I, I really have to stop basing what... I, and okay, I'm gonna tell y'all what really did it for me. Picasso. I was reading this book. I think it's um, um, shit your ego say or something like that. Bullshit shit your, your ego. Bullshit your ego say. It's whatever. One of the books. I got the book. I'm, you know, I'm gonna send it to you. What is okay. it? It's, it's shit your ego say or something like that. Okay. I think it was that one. It was either that one or if, uh, I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. But in the book, they talked about. Picasso, right? And Picasso just was scribbling on like a, a napkin or whatever. And um, this woman saw it and she was like in awe of this this napkin, you know, this this art that he did. And she asked him for it. She was like, you know, he was drinking his coffee. Once he was done, he went to like throw the napkin out. And she said, can I have it? And he was like, sure, for $20,000. And she was like, $20,000? First of all, it's a napkin and you were about to throw it away. You just did that in two minutes. He was like, actually, it took me 50 years to do this and I was like you know what that is so true it didn't take me it did not take me one day to be able to do a dress in one day it didn't take me you still paying student loans Still paying student loans, you know. It took, you know, I had to go to school for this. This is years of trial and error. This is years of blood, sweat, and tears that I put into this. That I am allowed to be able to make a suit in a couple hours, make a dress in a couple hours, yep. and wear it that Facts. same day. So exactly. it's like I cannot charge people based off of that. Like this right here is history. You know what I'm saying? And it's still, I still get uncomfortable sometimes with pricing. But I'm just like, I gotta keep telling myself that, like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You know, we, we can't you do this. You know what I have to keep telling myself, and this is for all of us, because we're, we, we're educated. 
Mm-hmm. This is not something that we taught ourselves. Mm-hmm. We went to school for this, so our price just went up. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm educated. I was trained to do this. Mm-hmm. My price just went up. Right, and absolutely. People don't that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm paying it long since day I die. Probably, me, me too, too girl. <laughs> me too. I wish you. Me too. That's my second. That's my second degree. So yeah. Uh huh. Me too, child. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a long time. It is. Okay. Yeah. So it's like really taking all of that into account and stop worrying about people's pockets. Even like my close friends and family, they be like, can you make me such and such? And I'm like, seriously? And they're like, you could do it in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can. But that's not the point. point. That you came to me an hour before you need it and going to mm-hmm. say you can do it in 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. So. Only yeah, person I don't charge know. is my, my mama. mama. Yeah. <laughs> right. I wouldn't charge her mama. I don't charge my mama. My mama is my grandma help me pay for education. Now, mama. I don't charge my grandma for shit. I she can't pay for anything. And mm-hmm. my prom- I can tell y'all that. When I used to have, and I had a lot, I used to have a lot of clients in Chicago during prom season. Mm-hmm. And it was hard because I had like clients here and I had clients there. But those were to me were the more challenging and stuff because I was living here at that time. Mm-hmm. I went to Chicago every month to do fittings, to do stuff like that. And my grandma is 75. She was in there sewing hams with me, wow. helping me cut stuff, sewing hands, sewing tool onto skirts yes, and stuff like grandma. that. Like I'm in a bind. When I tell you I was I was in a bind, mm-hmm. I had to like call out work for an extra couple of days because I got there, nothing fucking fit. Mm-hmm. And it was like five girls there and nothing fit. And I'm like, holy shit, there's no way in here I'm gonna and I had the five proms and I had a wedding, so I had mm-hmm. five bridesmaids dresses. So it was ten dresses mm-hmm. in total. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I almost had like I, I almost had a fucking meltdown because mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? I have to go to work on Monday and yeah. it's fucking Saturday mm-hmm. and none of this shit fixed. I'm not gonna be able to fix ten dresses and my gra- me and my grandma all spend the entire day Saturday and Sunday creating and fixing those dresses and stuff like that. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, gee, I love you so much because mm-hmm. ain't no way in hell I didn't able to do it. Yourself. And then mm-hmm. she got them old school remedies too. Like she taught me a lot of that stuff, but then a lot of that stuff I feel like I end up losing mm-hmm. when I got to design school because yeah. I was like, oh. I know how to do this, I know how to do that. My grandma told me, but then mm-hmm. I got there, they, it was like, all oh, this, this is wrong, or this mm-hmm. is right. And I learned afterwards, like, every fucking teacher did it different. Yep. Mm-hmm. They yep. all do yep. it yep. different. And then yep. they all tell them that this is the, the right way to do yeah. it. So to me, there is no right, right way, way to do right. it. So now I'm just like, I got a mixture of like the way my grandma did stuff. I got mm-hmm. a mixture of the way I learned in school and yeah. from different teachers that I liked. I don't fuck with the teachers I don't like. I ain't listen to none of they said. Rude ass teachers. As a rude ass teachers, but now I'm just like, I'll just do whatever I feel like works Work best you. for yep. what I'm yeah. doing yep. or whatever. And I was just like, Granny, I was talking, I'm gonna let her call in next week. I'm like, Grandma, you calling to the podcast because we could talk. Grandma likes talking about sex too. No, <laughs> no. And I had to figure out a way to mix fashion and sex together just like I had on this podcast. But I'm like, Granny, I owe you so much because she. Mm-hmm really helped the nigga out because on several occasions <laughs> on several occasions shout out to granny shout out right. to grandma that's like um my aunt my aunt you know i learned certain ways in school and i learned certain ways from my aunt and mm-hmm. i sometimes it comes to things i learned in school and i'm like this is taking too much time and i'll call my aunt like auntie how can i and i don't know where my aunt get, my aunt be having a shortcut for everything because honey. it's a shortcut for everything just do this that that and i'm like oh shoot it look exactly the same it came out hands everything is saying all right thank you auntie like Girl, she, you know you know that i ain't know with so much power and fucking fusible tape Girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh shit, I don't mm-hmm. really got to sew this. I can put some things <laughs> on this shit. Especially like silk, because you know it's so hard. It's so it's so so yes. You get you a mean like, like one fourth inch fuse tape thing yeah. and you fold, fold that shit up and iron it. Mm-hmm. Shit looks slick at the it bottom. So I'm like, many yes. things. I'm be like, why are you doing all these steps? And I'm like, this is how I learned to do this in college. And she's like, you take it too much time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it this way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Auntie, thank you, girl. Because you know that's that old school remedy that yeah. you know. They do. My aunt get busy. And she been she got so many years, she's been doing it over me. So when she be like, you just don't do it this way, I'm like, you know what? Let me do it your way. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's done. I want to talk about child disaster stories. <sighs> Let's see. Just one. Disaster. I think one disaster story that you guys have had, um, whether it be like you suggested a certain fabric for a certain body type, because I've had those too. Like, uh, I knew that shit wasn't going to fit. I knew that shit was going to bust. Like, mm-hmm. like things that you one. like knew in your head that you shouldn't have done it, mm-hmm. that you did it anyway to please the client. Okay. Oh, I which got happens one. often. I got one. I got one. <laughs> go ahead. Go first. I'll go, go first. Zena, Zena All right, so, um, and and it, it it really hurts my heart for um you know a client to be unhappy or something to happen to their clothing you know because I'm just as much invested into that as you know they yeah. are in their day right of course so that's I had right so I had a client um it was her birthday and um she wanted a two piece a two piece pantsuit out of like the glitter fabric oh. No, pass it this way. Oh, so I could drink pass it. the bottle <laughs> on the right hand side. Okay, so um, so yeah, so she wanted this. She wanted this this suit, and the fabric didn't stretch. But so she was just like, make it tighter, make it tighter. And I was telling her like, you know, you want to be able to dance. You want to be able to. She said, no, I want to be stuck. So I'm like, I mean, I did it. Fit like a glove. She looked amazing. I mean, bomb before she left my my apartment, right? So um, she texted me. She FaceTimed me. So I knew something was wrong. She FaceTimed me like right before her dinner. So I'm just like, okay, what's going on? She busts out. She busts out of the outfit. She says she went to bend down to zip her shoe, and the whole pants ripped. Right. So she was like, so what can we do? Can I get my money back or can you give me half my money? And I was like, honestly, if that would have happened when you were in my place, then that would be different. But, you know, we have a contract. I said, and this is something that I also explained to you. You know, I told you that you don't need happen room and you need room in this outfit. But you insisted that it be super, super tight. And, you know, you, you don't want she said it. She said, I want this to fit like a glove. I want it to. And I was like, but you got to be able to move in this. And you can have a tailor pant and it would have looked fine had it not had been so tight. Yes, too. And I bet you she just was and, stripping. Right. And, and, you know, and I felt bad about it. And then she was just like, you know, I just feel like um, as a customer that you should give me something back. So then once I went over, like, her words to her, you know, and my words back to her, then she was just like, oh, okay, so is there anything that we can do with that? I said, well, we can make it into shorts if that's what you want. You know, we can do something like that. I'm willing to work with you, but I can't Mm -hmm. give you a refund. You know, and also... The flip side of that, I could have, I could have very well said, I can alter it, but there's gonna be a fee. Right. But you know, here on Instagram, I'm like, yo, your money back, girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, right. you know, she, she asked my money back, and I, and I really felt bad for her. But then again, it's like, I told you these things. So once I tell them, like, I put it out there. I even do a sit test. 
Make sure you can sit down. Yes, 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 yes for the sit test. I, I always sit test. Let me zipper. see how you sit in there. Mm-hmm. I always say, listen, when you're doing a zipper, especially if it's something that's tight, have someone, you know, pull and you zip up. Do not yank that zipper because the zipper can pop. This especially is, invisibles. Yes, mm-hmm. this is an invisible mm-hmm. zipper. Okay. Yes, invisible mm-hmm. zippers. I always give these coaching on certain clothing. Because and with certain things, I always tell them, I'm like, put your arms up. When they're zipping you, tell them, lift your arms up while that person is zipping you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it gives you more, more room. room. Right. right. So it's like I try and coach them around all of these things. And it, listen, it, it works for me. I sleep better at night knowing that I told you mm-hmm. on this. So if you go home or the day of your event and that zipper pop and you trying to call me talking about my dress and I need my money back, uh-uh. We already spoke of Bassus. these things. You know, because <laughs> the thing is it's custom and you want this to fit, fit a certain yeah. way. You know, so also, even with that, there's going to be some, you know, maybe sucking in. You want this thing right. to fit like a glove. You make so, them when they... Uh, not when they have like like what's that shit called like body suits not body suits what like Sphinx? yeah you make them bring that with them to their fitness to their final fitness yeah okay yeah so i'll have them you know if they're gonna wear any type of undergarment you know that's gonna change like their body shape or whatever so then yeah bring it in um or if they don't have it i tell them like listen try it on um, at a, a good amount of time that if it's loose, you can bring it back to me and I can mm-hmm. do some alterations. Right. But don't be hitting me up the After. day of stressing. Like, oh, I put my face on and it was too, too big. big. Right, you right. have so much anxiety when you get one of them FaceTime and them phone calls when you know the day that they're wearing that shit. You aggress, Girl, sometimes I, I couldn't even answer the phone. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my like, God. God. I'm like, I can't answer. I'm like, yeah, I'm with text messages and I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yes. I'll be honest, there's days where I'm like on Instagram waiting for my clients to post like, oh my god, I know her baby showers today. I know her problem. Mm-hmm. Like, why should like, we'll post post yeah, like, I need to mm-hmm. see how it fits you because I do get nervous. Yeah. Yes, I, I get do. nervous too. And you know you put your all into what you mm-hmm. made and you know you made it correctly, but it's still like a I'm not at peace until they send me so that picture. picture like, like, yes, 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 so, so this is and this is something that I it bothers me and I don't do it no more. I had a client send me a picture, mm-hmm. her inspiration of what she wanted, and it was on like the skinniest white girl ah, you could ever okay. see, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she was about a size 16, 18 black girl, mm-hmm. and she's like, "This is the dress I wanted. It's my birthday, so I want it." Mm-hmm. And she came to me very last minute, mm-hmm. and I usually don't take. Last minute. What's your cutout? What's the cutout for last so, minute though? What you for call me, last minute? You come to, I need you to come to me three weeks in advance. What's your even though it takes me nothing to make mm-hmm. a dress, that's I just a process the comfort- still. Right, right. The comfortability. And I'm gonna have other clients. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What's your cutoff? Um well I like to have people come to me a month in advance, but I'll do um I can do a week. Do you do rush do you charge a rush, rush fee? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do a rush yes, fee. Do. But I okay. can I can do a week, depending on the type of work that yeah. I have. Gotcha. So it was last minute. I'm like, all right. She was a friend of a friend's. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'll do Hate it. working with those. <laughs> <laughs> so she came and um, I did her measurements and she came for her fitting. Right. And when she came for her fitting, she brought a friend with her. And um, for me, when I'm doing a fitting, especially depending on the garment, like if it's two different pieces, I'm not sewing it together before I fit you. I fit the top and then I fit the bottom to you. I don't know if everybody works that way. I do. So, okay. It's not like, like if you have like an empire seam or like yeah, a seam like the waist, a, yeah, a waist seam. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't sew them together. I don't either. sew them together. Yeah, yeah. I might pin it together, but I don't sew them right. together. Right. Oh, so and I came? always sew together. Maybe I should really? sew together. Really? Then you have to take it apart a lot? Because I got to take it apart if it's too big. Sometimes it's too oh, big. I just, I, you know what? That is so funny. I'm doing a wedding party of 12 right now, and I had to take the 
I've done that. Yeah. Every right. dress. And I you hate, take one part? I used every to single do dress. Yes. Don't but take I hate, <laughs> Right. I hate the having to take it apart. Every single right. dress. So, it was a sequence dress. <laughs> I made the dress. She came around fitting. When she came back to pick it up, let me just say this. She didn't come back to pick up until the night of her birthday dinner. Oh, mm. I hate that. Oh, so that's back. anxiety. That's that right. So it is. So, so she came back to pick it up. And the dress looked bomb on her, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what this girl told me? She don't look like the girl in the picture. Oh, bitch, you not the girl oh, in the picture. I don't even mean to call the girl the bitch. I just got mad for you. Like, so bitch, you not the girl she, in the picture. What are you she, talking um, about? She came back with the friend that came on for the fitting, as well as the mutual friend that we Was had. she, like, thick, thick? And she's talking about she ain't look like the girl. No, you're not gonna look like her. You don't have the same body type as her. I'm yeah, thick. you thick, thick, <laughs> right? <laughs> she was, anyway, <laughs> so she came. <laughs> I'm thick, thick. Yeah, she was. That means she was fat. I Without her saying that, that no, means that so means she, she came, was fat. So she came. Um, she came and mm-hmm. it looks. Really she don't know me. She can come beat me up. She fat. It looks really good on her. She had signed the contract and everything. So she's like, can I use your restroom? And I'm like, yeah. And now I'm sitting there, and this girl was in my bathroom for a long time. So I'm like, what is... Her friend comes back, and she's like, she's crying. Oh, God. she's not happy. And we got a crier. She don't like how it look on her. And the friend is just going in. So now my friend, who was a mutual friend, she's just like... She just apologized. I'm like, what are you apologizing for? And she's like, because I brought her to you, and I so? feel so bad. She was like, I think the dress looks amazing. So I was like, here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. You sign the contract, you can't get your down payment back. If you don't want the dress, you don't have to finish paying for it, but you ain't taking it out of my house. Right. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, this is, and she didn't take the dress. She left. She was upset. She was like, now nah, I got to find a way to make my birthday. And I'm like, that's not my, this is the exact dress that you want. And, and then I you tr- come and I usually to pick do it up. Not Girl, copy. <laughs> I usually do not copy. I usually put my own set, but I made her exactly what she wanted. Right. Yeah. And that she, just pissed me she, off. This was a couple <laughs> years ago. And she mm-hmm. really was in my bathroom. And they had to support that. I had to go knock on my bathroom door. And I said, you have to get out of my bathroom. Right, get out of You got to get out of my bathroom. I'm glad you got an office in it because I didn't <laughs> have to put so many people out. I, a mama and daughter argued in my house for a good two hours because she was paying for it, but it's what she wanted. And they was arguing for two hours. Yo, I got, y'all, yeah, get out of my go. house. Wow. <laughs> get out of my house. Yeah, I had You to figure, I know you're paying for it, but I know you're the one that's wearing it. Y'all got to work that out before y'all come up I'm in here. here. Like, mm-hmm. y'all got to go with all so that I was, fuck I was shit. really pissed about it, but the dress came out really beautiful. And I'll be honest. Um, and I she didn't it. like it. She didn't like it. She left without it and she didn't get no money back. And I took it in for my sister, and we went out with my sister wore it. Hey. <laughs> we went to a dinner, and my sister looked amazing in it. So I was mm-hmm. just like, whatever. Like, I'm not, I was pissed off because of the whole crying thing and the, oh, I feel like I should get my money back. Especially when, if I'm making exactly what you sent me. Yeah. And then her friend went on to say, oh, I've got custom pieces made where when I came for my fitting, everything was put together. And I'm Back, like, okay, girl, well, that's how in they, New York. That, I don't know. I don't know. I know. You know, I know a lot of. I, know a lot of I don't know one motherfucking designer that have everything put, put together. together. When you come for your first, first fitting? fitting, yeah, no. Girl, I was like, who was it? Because I bet you I know one. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Because I know she didn't do it. Like any of them, everybody, like all even even the ones who do it like all the time, like even like Shaya, like she like she has everything is not like completely put yeah. together, and she does yeah. it a lot. And she does a lot, and she does like really big value. But every time she have a fitting, things are not gonna be perfect. That's the whole point yeah. of a fitting. Of a fitting, right, like nothing is ever gonna be perfect unless I'm trying to get you out of there. Yeah. So trying to read these comments. But you know what I do um, to avoid that um, because I used to get frustrated in the beginning because I felt like there were certain things that I 
I felt like people Facts. should already know. Facts. I used to be like, come on, that's common sense. But I had to tell myself, like, Zena is common sense to you. Uh, but to you, people yeah. do not think know about it. this, right? It's one of the comments she said that happened to me. I think it's another designer. Her name is uh, Sunburst, Sunburst to Fight. That happened to me at the first fitting. She's like, I don't need it anymore. I want my deposit back. She's like, no, we fuck. deposit fun. back. <laughs> right. What? So, deposit is deposit. I go, and, I go and that's why contracts are important. Yes, contracts are very important. And I go through all of that during the first meeting. So when I, when I sit with them, I go over what that first fitting will be like so I let them know so when you come for your when you come for your first fit and the dress isn't gonna fit 100% how -hmm. you want it please don't panic and that's your time to make changes too right yeah Yeah. exactly I tell them don't panic you know um, I'm gonna pin you in the dress I'll go over alterations and I also say to them um, after I let you know everything that I'm going to do, if there's something else that you may want changed, please let me know because I want to make you happy. My right. job is to make this sure that, that you're stage. 100% happy with what you're getting. So please do not leave here knowing that it's something that you you know, you know want changed but you're afraid to say it. I promise right. you, you won't hurt my feelings. Right. I said it's the same I got that you in the contract too. Yeah. You won't hurt my feelings. Be very open and yes, honest during the open. fit process. Be if open. there's anything you want to change, that's the, the time. time. That is the First time. First fitting is the time. time. It's the time but to say But one thing I did take out of your contract i'm so sorry for cutting no, you okay. off. let me be the designer i never mm-hmm. had that until i read your contract and you're like let trust me as yeah. the designer yeah. and i don't know about contract because it's like y'all don't know exactly. you know what i'm saying yeah. you may think you know yeah but a lot of times i had to put that in know. there because you don't you don't know shit about fabrics i'm sorry you don't yeah. you don't know so it's just like yeah you see it and you visualize that you want something to look a certain type of way but mm-hmm. it's like you really don't know yeah. sweetheart mm-hmm. and then it's a picture. This yeah. shit be photoshopped. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Especially I don't, like, when, I, when you send me a picture, baby, I'm guessing what fabric that is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm looking at it to the best of my ability, trying to figure mm-hmm. out exactly what they may have used. I don't know. what That could yeah. be poly rayon span. I'm using yeah. rayon span. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah. So it might not even be the same fabric, be the same fit. So just trust me. I'm going to use this as inspiration and try to do the best that I can to... <laughs> Get close to this, but sweetheart, it's not gonna be perfect. Yes, and I I let them know that too about fabric. Have you gotten like the question where they're like, um, like I've had people send me dresses and it'll be like um, maybe a skater bottom Mm -hmm. with a horse hair ring, and they're like, is it gonna? And the girl be holding, right? (laughs) Is it gonna (laughs) stand up like that? that? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So and I'm I, like, I well, if you hold it, it like she's right. holding it for your picture, yes, it will. Absolutely. Or if you blow wind like Beyonce's blowing wind, yeah, it'll Absolutely. do that. Well, you know, it's fans Absolutely. on the red. You do know it's fans on the red carpet. Like you know, right. they be having a fan down there, right? <laughs> like, right. <you> <laughs> what? It's like I want my dresses. You know, it's like. I always explain it's a this picture. is a picture. This is a still image. Yes. This is not someone walking, you know. So yes, if you want your dress to be like that, just spread it out for your picture. Right. Exactly. You know, or like even with now, all the projects with the horsehair braid, they do that yeah. ripple thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, is it gonna be like that? If well, I get not, a thick enough one. Not, not when you're walking. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. It's not gonna be Unless like that you, when you're it, walking. only honestly, it will do that if you get the thickest. The thickest right, horsehair canvas horse because hair. it is a horsehair canvas and they got a specific that does do that metal you walk in or not. It just but ripples like it that? just ripples. So like yeah, it's, it's really thick though. It's like no, it's horse it's horsehair canvas and it's like have y'all ever seen real horsehair? 
Like real horse hair. Okay, so if you ever made a a, a tailor jacket, I have horse hair braid. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. You talking about it's, it's, it's like tannish color. Yep. yep and they yep, put yep, it yep. in the front of the suit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's fucking yep, yep, horse yep. hair. Yes. If you uh-huh. put that with that with acrylic, that's mm-hmm. acrylic. Yeah. Uh-huh. You put that with the acrylic, that it'll shit. It's gonna ripple. Yeah. It's okay. gonna ripple. Yeah. yeah. But like, but you have to put them two together though to but make it even thicker. You to know do what that. it is? I don't think that that's. I don't think that the issue is so much of it's the rippling. I think that. In their mind, they think that the dress is gonna stay in that circle. In that circle, it's like yeah. you want some wiring, maybe. Yeah. Now you're talking more money. Boning. You know, like what do you want? You would need, you would have to build like that a cage. Yes, it's not absolutely. Yeah, yes. yes. build a cage. Yes. It would have to be to that underneath that. Yes, like, yes. And then you can't. I feel sit like MIT had a Charles James exhibit. Do y'all y'all know Charles James is? Mm-mm. He was a designer like from the 1800s or whatever. They made all those architectural gowns. Mm-hmm. They went out that far, but. The biggest thing everybody knows about Charles James, he didn't make no motherfucking money and he went out of business because the shit was too damn big. Like, you know, and then they couldn't get through the doors, girl. Right. That was the biggest thing. (laughs) When you go look at the exhibit, it was a, no, it was at the Met. I take it back. It was at the Met. But it was just so funny because all they talked about in like all the history books is how much this man didn't make no money because it was just so unrealistic. Like, the girls couldn't walk through the door. So if you want this big extravagant dress, they couldn't sit and they couldn't walk. walk. If I can't get to pee. If I can't get through the door, right. you gotta hold and then you're going to be going to the 1800s. They're going to plays. If I can't mm-hmm. get through the door of the play mm-hmm. and get into my seat, what is the point? Right. So he was a very amazing designer, but he never made any money because it just wasn't realistic. He made yeah. some very beautiful work that goes in museums. Damn, right. But money-wise, he, he tanked. Right. Like, he really tanked. You know, a lot of people see these gowns that these celebrities wear to, like, the mat and all these things. And a lot of the times, it's not wearable fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that. So they're like, mm-hmm. I want this dress. And I'm like, where are you going in that? Who was uh, yeah. Cardi B, Christian Siriano, that green dress? Mm-hmm. How many people take her to get out that car? It was like seven people. Yeah, Just and they be so heavy. I didn't see it. It was that big. It was, no, I'm sorry, Diamond Ball. It was Rihanna's Diamond Ball. And mm-hmm. um, Cardi B wore this uh, custom-made Christian Siriano dress. It was mm-hmm. last year. It was a mint color. Mm-hmm. They had pictures of her. I remember the dress. They had pictures of her in the back of that car. And they had to lift her yes. ass out and mm-hmm. put her on a red carpet. And then they had to open up two of them doors and get her ass in there. And it was beautiful, but it's like, damn, I ain't got no team. I can't pay seven yeah. people to with me right, all the time. Right, right. Like, her, she has a, a stylist. He, um... Lived in Harlem for a long time, but once she got big, he got real big too. But mm-hmm. like he was her main stylist, and mm-hmm. now he had to hire like four or five people just to help him. Okay. Like he got, she got a big ass team of people just walking around with her twenty four hours a day. Normal because people don't, you don't, they they don't see that. They you got to think about that. prom. Y'all right. already, mama's already complaining. Mom and daddy is already complaining about having to pay this motherfucking car, these shoes, mm-hmm. this jewelry. They got to give you money for that night. They got it's like mm-hmm. they don't even want to pay me the seven hundred. Right? They don't want to pay me seven hundred. You think I'm gonna pay somebody to walk around with your ass? so you right. get through these doors, girl. Right. That's the thing with a lot of clients. They don't realize. They don't know. And now they don't want to know, though. Like, they they don't. They just want yeah. this. They have this idea in their head. They want to make it happen. And mm-hmm. then that's it. Like, yeah. nothing else matters. Like, it's just like, I want to be a vision. I want mm-hmm. to be a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the, my envision. I've been thinking about this since freshman year. Right. Yeah. Now everything is about going viral. Yeah. yeah. Viral. That's the biggest viral. thing. That's and that's Instagram. Going viral, Facebook. Viral, viral, viral. So how do y'all feel about, like, like, what are y'all, like, copying, like, versus, like, inspiration or whatever? Or do you, have you ever had someone just blatantly copy your damn work? Are you, like, sis? Come on. Um, well, so for me, the, um, so are you talking about more so when a client comes and wants so something? Both. Or so, when someone comes to you and asks you for something, but also, like, have you ever made something, something and then you somebody. see somebody else, like, completely redo the same thing? And you're just like, um, okay. Okay, so the first thing, so it's with custom, um, 
I feel like it's less of my work. So what I'll do is, you know, because they're sending inspiration pictures, but I also tell them like, you know, this is the this is inspiration, and then I'll put my spin on it, especially when I'm using applique. Um, I let them know, you know, this is going to be hand sewn, so I'll hand sew it. I'll freestyle a design mm -hmm. for you because you know you're sending me a picture and you say you want this exact dress, but um, somebody else. I'm sure it has the same picture because I get all the same prom pictures all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I want this dress. I, I used to get a lot of shade pictures. So, oh yes, girl. I used so, to get a lot of those. Did so you know I, I got those. I don't know. So when I get pictures, there's never like people's name on. Oh, they crop them out. Okay. So it's never named. So I, I'm just getting all the same type of dresses. So I always put my own spin on it because I t let them know like you want to have your own look. You know, you're paying for it, so have it be custom. Have I ever seen anybody like blatantly like copy something that I've done? No. I haven't seen it, but um, what I also know about design is there's no once you put it out there, it's gonna be yeah. copied by absolutely. somebody. Absolutely, it's the biggest form of flattery. You Thank know, you. Right. So I don't feel just, no type of way with somebody copying my shit. But I don't think I've ever seen anyone where it's just like, wait, I just made that. I mean, I you know what I have seen that was super super annoying is when I think of stuff to make, I'm like, you know what, this would be so dope. And, and then, then I see, see it. a high end designer it. making, and I'm like, like, what? Like, what? I, I thought that. And then if I do it, it's like I'm copying Gucci. No, no, no. I thought about it, then they did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was in my mind first. <laughs> it was in my mind. I mean, I mean, it happens so many that times. Happened to me. So many times, and I'm just like, wow, I'm this like, is crazy. Why didn't I just do it when I thought of it? Right. Why didn't right. I just do it? Why didn't I just do, do it? it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely done that shit. Um, multiple so times. for me, I've never seen a designer lately copy my work. I have had a friend. Uh, I designed something and. I did a fashion show and then another designer who's actually like really, really known, he made something and then my friend sent me a picture was like, just know you did it first. And I was like, I wonder if he had been to that or did right. he, or he <laughs> told, I wasn't sure. But I've had so many people, so many people send me Shea's designs and I'm always like, no, no, no. Hmm. And this I sent them to her. Are you all, is she a maker? <laughs> and I'm always like, you know, like I'm not doing that. because First of all, I know the designer. Right. I do not copy upcoming designers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's unfair because we're all trying to get yeah. Especially if you know them, like Especially you say. Like, you're right. like, well, uh, she can make it. Yeah. Call her. Um, she charged too much. I'm going to charge the same. When people mm -hmm. send me, like, high-end designer things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do it, but I'm going to put my own spin on it. Right. Facts. Um, so I'll use it as inspiration, and mm -hmm. I'll recreate it and make it my own. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when it comes to upcoming designs, I'm like, no. And I have so many designer friends. I'm like, no, I know that person. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I can't. I've had someone bring me a <laughs> one of Shay dresses. And um, she was like, you know, can you make, make this for me? I want it just like this for my birthday. And I was like, I can do something similar, not exact or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I want it exact. And I'm like, well, I can't do it You need to get it from her. Mm -hmm. And I, I told her, I said, you can get it from her. And she's like, well, she doesn't answer her emails or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm she not going to copy. <laughs> she answered she, eventually. <laughs> no, she went to someone else and had them make it for her. Exact. Wow. Exactly. Some people mm -hmm. don't care. Like, and I was just like, I... I care, but I care if somebody copied my shit, but I'm not very like upset. Like I feel like we had that sometimes. One time in our group message too, like when somebody copied something, I'm like, yeah, you talk about so, so much what? stuff mm -hmm. in our group, and I yeah, yeah, like I feel like it was in there, and I'm just like, but yeah, copying is like the biggest form of flattery. So it's like I don't even get like mad or whatever. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Like the they copy time, each other. Like mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like, I mean, even it, in it the industry, industry, like how many designers copy each just other? Just like I mean, I went and got. I mean, I got a master's of fashion management and like merchandising. You can't copyright shit anyway. Right, and I also know that you can't copyright the design. So it's just like, what's the girl? You know, y'all, y'all know that Christian Louboutin, Sue Wyatt, yes, 
It lost. You lost. You can't copyright a color neither. Like, you can't tell somebody they can't put red bottom on the bottom of a shoe. Like, it just, sorry, but not sorry. Like, you can't. Like, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. I feel like just in the industry that we're in, period, people are going to copy because... If it's selling, it's exactly. selling yeah. for you. Zara is going to sell. Yeah, 100%. Well, Zara is 100%. the fashion number that came out of nowhere. Just like, mm. we got right. it. Right. Right. Fashion number right. is quick. They're quick, They're quick as shit. Like, I ain't never seen somebody so fast. Just like, that fast fashion. Available yeah. now. Zara used to be the number one with fast fashion. Mm-hmm. You, but Fashion Nova is like Fashion crazy. Nova. You post one picture on Instagram. Fashion Nova no, have it on Tuesday. But I really think no. Wow. I really think Fashion Nova just um, <laughs> they Photoshop their models into these outfits and then put it on the site. And then make it later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We didn't think about that. <laughs> it happens too fast. It's yes, like Kim Kardashian posted that yesterday. How the and the funny but thing is, they can they, actually do that though. But Zara, they probably do what Zara does. So Zara has everything in the same country. So their merchandising office, their buying office, like all their manufacturing is all together. So mm-hmm. it takes more time when you're going back and forth overseas with like import and export mm-hmm. trying to get you done. But if you get everything in the same country, that's just like if you made your shit in New York. Mm-hmm. Like you can have your stuff out in New York within a week or two weeks mm-hmm. at the most in the garment industry. Right. It takes no time to produce anything. So that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So Fashion Nova has to be making everything. Like all that corporate stuff is in the same place. Because mm-hmm. you can. You can bust it out like that. Just like how you bust, out, you guys, you bust out a garment in one day. Yeah, they right. can bust out a whole collection Did in a whole day. Did you guys see mm-hmm. when um, you guys know Jay Nice's. Mm-hmm. Never heard of her. She's a. I don't know if she started as a designer. I don't think she started as a designer, but she has like a boutique or whatever. Um, closet Envy. That, you know sounds, know closet that sounds familiar. But New York based? I think she's in LA. That, sounds, that LA. sounds familiar. But um, just look at her page, Jay Nice, J A I underscore N I C. She had made a jacket, and Fashion Nova ordered the jacket from her website. And redid and it. redid it and sent Girl, it back. No. But what they did was they ordered it under a different name, but when they sent it back, it came back to her from the Fashion Nova factory. So she knew. And she went on a rampage on Instagram. Wow. And it was just like, and they made they remade the same jacket, but minus the hood. So she was like, <laughs> I didn't have enough money to, to add the hood. Oh and I'm just gosh. like, they are they fast. They, they are fast. They making a money. They got like yeah, all those celebrities like endorsements and stuff like yeah. that. Like, they doing the thing. They got, they got some cute stuff. I got some pieces from Fashion Nova. Oh, no. Girl, the top I, I got never, on right now is from Fashion Nova. I never bought any. Look at me. I'm like, they as perfect for vacation clothes. Girl, I get yeah. all my swimsuits from there, girl. Mm-hmm. It's because no, every well, Friday I mean, it's like 40% off anyway. I just put a whole bunch of shit in my car and I wait to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Then I buy it out. I make most Miss Guy didn't be doing that shit. So like I do that a lot. Miss Guy did pretty mm-hmm. little thing. Like all those little ones. Like and then when you you know the way with me because you can fit all those sites. I can. My boots are too big for all those sites. True, because I got I have a large and a lot of shit and shit don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a large swimsuit girl. I put that shit on that bitch cover right here. Like, no. <laughs> I was mad as hell. I'm like I'm just gonna have to wear a cover up because this is really cute. Yeah. And I just don't like going through the whole return process. I'm like I'm have to wear a cover up. But I'm telling you the whole side boob like. Is out and I'm just like I'm just gonna be out I've here like ordered this. plenty of bathing suits like popping titties out. Mm-hmm. I've ordered bathing suits where the tops are perfect because I have to order. My boobs. T- when I go to make my tops, I get frustrated. I'm just like, I can make bathing suits for everybody. But when it comes to making the tops for myself, exactly. I get frustrated. So I'll order and then like if it comes and the panties too big, I literally just say whatever and I will literally make me a panty to go with what I have. <laughs> like I ain't got time for this. I ain't sending nothing back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got like 10 minutes left. So let's go through these last couple questions. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we already, did we talk about the 
talk about the challenges of being like a creative and like sticking like with your brand like is it difficult no, okay it is. so is it difficult you know to be in that custom world but also like you know try to like stay in tune with your brand and align with your brand and still me, like be creative the thing is for me it is difficult because i feel like when it comes to phoenix elite i be all over the place because I have all of this custom work that I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So although I have so many of my own designs in the book and I'm ready to put it out there, it's always like you get bombarded with custom stuff. With custom stuff, and then it's like, for me, my heart is in evening wear and mm -hmm. cocktail dresses, which mm -hmm. you know it's not that much. It's money in it, but it's not everyday wear. So. Yeah. When it comes to that, I'm just like, okay, the the custom pays, custom pays, yep. custom pays, mm -hmm. and it makes mm -hmm. it hard. hard. Yeah. It makes it hard. But I think for me, I'm promising myself, this is my last year doing custom. I need to literally rebrand and refocus on my brand. Yeah. Because because it's my out. baby. That's my like. Mm -hmm. I started Phoenix Lee in 2012, and it's 2019, and mm -hmm. it's just like I'm not doing really what I love. When you go on my Instagram, it's all over the place. You're gonna see gowns. You're gonna yep. see bathing suits. You're yep. gonna see this. That's you're gonna, me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, that's I how mad was. So I, I cut it off. But even when you cut it off, and like for me, I cut it off in 2016. I still haven't came out with a collection yet because I'm still finding myself as. A but designer. that's fine. You gotta. Mm -hmm. find it's taking me. It's designer. taking me time, and now I got it. Now I'm only gonna do and outerwear you know, and stuff like you know, that. But I, it took, um, took me time to get there, and I still ain't done shit yet. I got a mood board up. I got my sketches together, but and I'm like, I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> how much time did it take you to actually get into that custom lane and start just doing stuff on a regular? You understand? So True. everything takes time. And you know, like, you see, I travel a lot. So I get inspiration from all the countries I visit and stuff. Right. So even though I'm putting all this stuff on paper, I know it's not going to be out in 2020. Right. I just know by 2020, I'm going to be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not doing customs. I'm sorry. Somebody, <laughs> I feel so good. Somebody asked, like, did you do prop dressing? No. no. <laughs> I don't do well, it at all. And you know <laughs> what? Because I love eating and wear, I, I get a high of a prom season. Like, mm. I love doing prom. And I probably mm. won't. What I'll probably do, I probably won't stop doing prom. But I probably won't do custom prom. It'll probably be Your things elite prom, prom dresses, dresses, and you yeah. can choose. You know what I'm saying? It'll yeah. be like, it won't be, it'll be one of one. You ever heard yeah. of Cinderella's? I have heard of Cinderella. It's in, it's in Chicago. That's what they do. They only have one of each dress. So, I mean, you can it'll get a dress, but be, nobody else would have right, a dress in the city. It, but it's a so boutique. It'll probably be yeah. They make a certain time. amount. But they make maybe like two, but you have to register where you are because if you go to a school in the area, you can't get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a real cool boutique. So, it'll yeah. probably be like my designs yeah. that you can order for prom. Yeah. yeah, at a, whatever price. Mm -hmm. But it won't be. You ain't bringing me no picture and saying I want this. I'm just yeah. buying the mm -hmm. and I just feel like it's good money. It is so. It is good money, but we're not. We're All not money ain't good money. No, it's not <laughs> like, like it's not, like it's drug money. I'm not like it's drug money. But I do want two lines. I do want Phoenix Elite, which means I even wear a cocktail dress line. Then I also want Phoenix Elite swim because I love swimwear mm -hmm. and I travel a lot and I like seeing girls that look good in my swimsuits. Nice. So. You know, that's what my heart is. So hopefully by 2020, I will be cutting If you don't, you on your time frame and nobody else's. You're right. <laughs> Zena, you, have you found it very challenging? Um, so my story is so much similar to yours. Um, absolutely. So, you know, I've been tired of custom. Tired of it. Tired of it. I am so sick. And it's it almost had me feeling, like, so jaded. Like, I'm like, do I love this? Do I want to do fashion? Um... Is there more to me? And I think it's because of um, dealing with so many different customers, so many different personalities. And, and yes, I'm always, always, um, um, what's that word? Respectful. I'm always professional. But I'm drained. 
you know, I'm drained. And it's just like, I want to put out um, a collection and I want this stuff to be produced. My thing is I want to be, I want to get paid while I'm asleep. Like, Hell I don't want to yeah. be getting money while I'm sleeping. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting at a sewing machine, yeah. making money this way. So, yeah, so, you know, I'm all over the place just like you. You know, there's Zena Lene sweatsuits. Like, I mean, I love sweatsuits. I love your sweatsuits, everything. by the way. I love they your sweatsuits. Yes. Yeah, I, I love, love your sweatsuits. So, so, <laughs> so, I do glam suits, right? Um, that's what I call my sweatsuits. Glam suits. I was like, you know, you can dress them up, you can dress them down. Like, mm-hmm. that is my thing. And they perfect for the airport. I love I love like comfortable clothing and um and I just love to create you know so the same thing just re- t- taking a few steps back rebranding and figuring out figuring what that looks like for me but I am so so ready to just move into production so right now I have um someone that's really restructuring my whole everything and it's just like for me, I'm trying to stop, not be resistant to it mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, 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 it's just my child, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think I know everything. And I know, I don't know, you can't do this. It's like, Zena, well, I ran million dollar this and that. Let me do this. Let me do this for it's you. It's hard like, to let it go. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, just step back and have people help. You know, have people That's help. That's probably one of the biggest challenges is to let people in Trust. to your baby. Trust, you know, baby. just really trusting that you know people why? can. I, I think it's because, like, for me, I just feel like no one's going to care about feeding to me the way I do. Mm-hmm. No one's going to love But they will. But they will. When you do, because uh-huh. I work, I ended up working for a lady last year, and she was the same way. Like, it was her first time having, like, a production manager, merchandise manager, and she was on my ass that I mm-hmm. had to tell her to back the fuck up. <laughs> like, dead ass. We got into a big argument. And I said, you hired me to do a job. I would not be here. I would not have applied Mm -hmm. if I didn't want to be here for you and really believed in the aesthetic and your brand. Mm -hmm. And I did. Like, I loved what she did. And I love everything I'm like, but you have to let me do it. Right. You can't be one. And I don't respond well to micromanaging Mm -hmm. either. Like, if you're going to let me do it, let me do it. You know? Like, and the only reason why I'm here is for your brand. Because she originally didn't even hire me because she's like, oh, you're a designer too. You're always going to want to do your own brand. But I applied for a production manager position because I wanted to just get on the back end. Right. So I didn't apply to be a design assistant. I didn't apply to be a design coordinator. I, I applied to do production, production for right. you and to be your merchandise manager, to get these structures in place for you and mm-hmm. hire interns for you. Let me do, do that. that. Right. And right. it took her a long time before she trusted me. It took her a couple mm-hmm. months or whatever. But once she did it was amazing. She just, she was really happy after that. But it just, it took a while because everything was she. So used to doing everything herself. Right. Used to doing all right. the production herself, going to the factories herself, doing the pattern making herself. Right. Then she was just so on it. But then yeah. when she finally let go, I felt, I felt when she finally let go. And I'm yeah. Like, finally, she fucking trusts me. Mm-hmm. But it takes time, and then it yeah. takes a person that really believes in you. Yeah. And believes in your brand mm-hmm. to yeah. even want to take you to the next level. And that was my goal. And I'm like, I want to take some brands to the next level. I want yeah. to use my knowledge and you know and try things out and try some of the things that go on in my head. I I got a lot of strategies and a lot of shit that I'm like, oh yeah, this would be super dope. Mm-hmm. But let me try it. Like, let yeah. me see. And then she had the money to do it. So mm-hmm. let me try out some of these stickers when I ain't got to pay for them. Right? <laughs> That's the real, but like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's see if this shit work because I want to use this shit for Kali 18. I want to know if it worked mm-hmm. before I spent my money on it. Right. So. right, right. But it worked out. But like, it's, it's hard to let go. Yeah. It's also challenging when you're not, when you don't feel like your heart is in it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my heart isn't in custom. Right. Mm-hmm. I do it for the money. My heart we all do it for the money. If I can wear a gown every day, I don't know where I'm going, but if I can wear a gown every day, I would wear a gown every day. Girl, you didn't move to LA. <laughs> That's all type of premieres. Uh-huh. All the time. Like, I just want to be on a... day every day. But uh-huh. you can. 
Well, everywhere. You, if you can, like you said, you want I your wear glam, glam suit everywhere. If you can do that, I would wear a glam suit everywhere. That's like my that mm-hmm. I love that. If I could, yeah, if I could wear a gown every day. You ain't even going nowhere, Shaquan. I know. I'm not going nowhere to go, <laughs> but I want to wear a gown every day and be on somebody's red carpet. Like, that's mm-hmm. how much my heart is in evening wear. Yeah. That's love, girl. So I hate you, Newell. I know you I hate so long. I hate that shit. I know you hate Don't ask me to make no gals or nothing because I'm not making that shit. Lord. But what you, what you do, what you do, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, Interchangeable. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. So I do. I do separates. You know, so that's, like, that's my money. Right. That's me. Like I will make seven pieces, a seven piece or a ten and piece collection, and it can be thirty way. different ways. And that's like yeah. that's just like my thing. Like yeah. I've done it. Like and that's what I did with my senior thesis too. I'm like I'm making ten pieces. You will be able to make thirty different outfits from this TP, these ten pieces, and it's mm-hmm. for that multifaceted woman that lives in like a big city. Like yeah. she ain't got time. She ain't got time. I need to be able to grab that, this this outfit this day, this this outfit this day. And right. I even want to do it like with a mobile app too. Like just enter in the pieces that you got and let it generate it looks for you. Yeah. So yeah, I ain't thinking with technologies all up here. <laughs> if anybody steal my idea, I'm coming after y'all ass. Just uh-huh. to listen. Right. Just put that out there real like we right now. Do, um I know you and Tyran talked about like us do all coming together. We all we wanna like, do a photo shoot, a photo like all our designs. All our and, different pieces. And we style them together. And it's like, I'm a black. Photo. Y'all know that April was like black fashion month. They doing that fashion 500. I'm having them on the show next week. You having them what? Fashion 500. Oh, okay. You having them on the show? They're on the show next week or whatever. Nice. Uh, whatever. But I think that would be so dope for like I, April. It was like black fashion month. I'm it's like all different designers. I, I told, I all like, all, all our old vintage pieces that we have in our on our racks. So like new pieces. Vintage. And like do this photo shoot. And it's just like, it's this us. This is like a big ass. Like, who's all these black designers? Yeah, that's us. <laughs> that's a bunch dope. of gals that you could throw a blazer on. Like I'm right. down. We're gonna have to wrap up in a minute. So, so just, let me I wanna I just wanted to I wanted Zena, I wanted you to talk a little bit about like some of like the things that just like has helped you as a designer, like like from your self care standpoint, like some of the spiritual things that like that you do to um, just keep you know, keep okay. your mind moving as an entrepreneur and that has really helped you um, you know, be settled and balanced and just like, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, so for me, so I'm very spiritual. I meditate a lot. And, um, you know, I'm all into crystals. I'm all into um, keeping my energy and my space clear. And I think it helps 100% in moving into any type of space where you're dealing with different type of attitudes, different people, different, um, you know, energy. So um, it helps. I feel it. So I've been meditating for, for years now. I really, really started to be like more enlightened when I became an entrepreneur because I, it was hell on earth, and mm-hmm. you know, hell on earth. Um, I've had all different type of moments, even moments where I'm just like, oh gosh, do I even want to be here? Like nobody gets me. I'm all alone. So in those moments, um, I just started to like really just be still, just breathe. You know, um, I have a lot of um, all. If you ever come to my office, all around my office, I have different type of mantras and um, um, the Optimist Creed. I have a bunch of things all over where I literally had to recite these things every single day to, to it became like my life, you know, and I'm still a work in progress. I'm still evolving. I still have days, but I feel like it is truly important to have that time for yourself, have that peace, you know, so I like to meditate in the morning. I can meditate anywhere. I've been doing this I do it so every much. Now. So I meditate. I've been meditating for so many years that I can sit on a train and and meditate. I can meditate for hours at a time. I need to teach but you how to meditate. I I do meditation sessions also. 
So <laughs> what I've learned though is, um, so where I'm at now and, and just in life that um, it's more about the doing part and not the sitting in it. Like I, I can meditate anywhere. So sometimes my mind is just going and it's like I need to be in the doing opposed to sitting and meditating like action, action steps, get the work done. Um, but yeah, I think that is very, very important to just take that time to just be still, be in the moment and actually live now, you know, because a lot of times we're so focused on the future, we're so focused on the past and not the present because um, and and also even in being an entrepreneur, you know you're sometimes you're 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 chasing this 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 dream this happiness, but really taking a step back and understanding that that's already within you. Like nothing that you're gonna do. I don't if you're not a happy person if it's not coming from within. I don't care how many dresses you sell. I don't care if Beyonce is your your client. There's gonna it's gonna be a time where you're just gonna go right back in that rabbit hole. So. It's like knowing that happiness, joy, peace, stillness, all of those things are already within you, abundance. There's nothing outside of you that's going to give you that type of satis that long-term satisfaction. You can get it momentarily, but you know it's back in the rabbit hole. So I had to learn that in doing this for the years that I've been doing it and I'm I'm growing, I'm growing. I've learned myself, I'm still learning myself and it's like the best 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 feeling is like knowing me like talking to myself. I think that's one of the craziest things you could tell somebody, don't talk to themselves. Like, you're crazy for talking to yourself. Ab absolutely not. I say talk to yourself. Get to know yourself. Thanks. Ask yourself, self, how are you feeling today? And answer, really like look within yourself to see how am I feeling today? What am I feeling? Because sometimes we don't know. We're always on the go. This is New York. Mm -hmm. What's the next? What's the next? What's the next? You got one client to the next client. Taking the time to know you becoming friends with yourself, loving yourself. You know, we're pouring into people, pouring into people's dreams all the time. We gotta pour into ourselves. You know, so pouring into yourself just as much as you're pouring into to other people. I had so much anxiety because I'm so used to working, 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 and I've been on, since January, I've been on trips, and I'm just like, this is not my normal. My normal is being at work. So it's like, how are you anxious about going away? <laughs> You know, like, what is wrong with you? Like, right. take the time for self, you know? So self-care is 100% the, be the best care. And I know it's, like, it may seem like a fad and, oh, self-care. No, it is truly, like... It has made me into, like, a whole... And you and I learned from like your guided meditation class, and now my Alexa, I hit her. I'm like Alexa, turn on guided meditation <laughs> mm -hmm. every morning. Yeah, I am late to work most mornings, but that's because of that. Like I don't leave my Patience. house now without meditating. I meditate. Mm -hmm. The first thing I do when I wake up is I pray. Second mm -hmm. thing I do is I listen to my horoscope. Mm -hmm. I meditate and then I journal. And I will not even if I wake up late, I will not leave the house without doing none of that. I just be late to work because I cannot even start my day until I either put my thoughts down on paper, I meditate, and then I bought like a whole bunch of crystals as well. Mm -hmm. I'm also reading Crystal Bliss right now too by mm -hmm. Debbie Brown and just learning a lot of the different mantras and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, girl, I am at peace. I yeah. am shook and I'm bothered because motherfuckers get on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, and then the thing is, girl, too, and also and it brings out that, it's some crystals that bring out creativity. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And it's also understanding that you're human and, and allowing yourself grace understanding that you're going to have a day where you're going to be impatient you're going to have a day where you just don't feel like doing anything you know understanding like i am human it's just a moment you know and we are allowed to have moments you know you grow from these things but what about the days when you just there are days literally i just wake up unhappy and i'm just mm -hmm. like i have 
have those That's days too. I have, those, I have those days too. And then it's also, so when you have those days, it's, it's really looking within. Like, what is it that is making you feel this way? And then it's it's really like digging deep to, to the bottom line, the foundation of it. Because it's always a root to that, to that unhappiness. Either, you know, um, you, and a lot of times we, we project it on other people, mm-hmm. but it's really something that's, you within know, within yourself. us. So just it's just figuring it out. And it could be, you know, my heart is not in custom and yet this is what I'm waking up doing every day. Cause that's where I've been. Like I've had this, this been in this black hole with custom for so long. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then on top of somebody taking my money, I'm like, damn, I'm good to these people. And this is what happened. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm praying. I got crystals. I got, I'm like, God, what are you trying to tell me? What is it that you trying to tell me? So I've had this, um, my battle with money um, for so many years. It's like growing up, having people tell you, you know, money don't grow on trees and, you know, you should use money a certain way. So I grew up with a mindset of scarcity when it came around money. Like, so when it came to money, when I'm thinking about money, I got to hold it tight. I got to keep it, you know, because if I don't, I'm going to lose it. That's a scarcity mindset. So when you come from a place of abundance, money flows freely, you know, to me and from me, you know. So I was really, really working on my relationship with that. So when someone took it from me, I was like, okay, I didn't die. True. I still have an apartment. I'm not, I'm not homeless, True. you know. Um, so... Just taking everything as, um, you know, it's a work in, I'm a work in progress. You know, I am constantly evolving and I'm, I trust my journey. I'm loving it. And, um, you know, some people are probably spooked out with it because, you know, I burn sage. I burn Palo Santo. I'm very like, listen, clear. I burn sage and cedar. Clearing my energy, <laughs> you know, and then it's funny how people are drawn to it, though. They are. People are I found that now. Like, people really are. And I burn, I burn sage, cedar, and I burn, like, incense and stuff people like that. People are drawn to it. Might write that with them crystals. But like. guess what? As, as much as people are drawn to the positive, people are also drawn to, to negative, negative energy as well. So, it's like, what am I bringing out that, what am I attracting around me? So, if you have a lot of negativity around you, what is it that you're giving out that you're yeah. attracting this I'm energy? I attract so much positive people, so much positive energy that it's, it's almost, like, unrealistic. And I'm like, yo. I believe in the law of attraction. It is real. Every Facts. conversation I have always ends like this. It is, and I'm not lying. Like, always. It always ends with me speaking on meditation, speaking on peace, speaking on, you know, just living in the now and just truly being happy with who you are, even though we're going to all have these days. It always ends with this. So it's like, what am I attracting? What am I giving right. out that this is the conversation all the time? You know what I'm saying? So when it's not the conversation, I always take step backs. What am I? What am I? What am I contributing to this negative energy? Because it's easy to throw it on people. Yes. Oh yeah, I can't deal with this negativity, this negative energy <laughs> in my life. It's like hold on, pause. What am I doing? Who am I being? <laughs> Who am I being in this moment? Am I bringing this? And I'm 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 really really big on energy. So I, it's hard for me to be around a certain type of energy because I pick up on it. Um, so if it's like a negative type of vibe, gotta be away from it. it up. Do y'all use the breathe app on y'all? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I'll be doing my seven breaths. I'll be like, hold on. <laughs> I'll be at work like. I've done that so many times at work. Like I do my one of breathing every time it pops up yeah, on this wow. Oh yes, start. And it's mm-hmm. so funny because I'm always like, am I? Is it because I'm anxious right now? Like it just it comes at the perfect, perfect. moment. Mm-hmm. One. We about to wrap up right now. The perfect All right. time. So yes, I do. So we are gonna wrap mm-hmm. it up. Wrap What's it next up. for Phoenix Elite? So Phoenix Elite will be taking a hiatus 
so that I can rebuild and rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix Elite will be taking a hiatus so I can rebuild Sorry. and rebrand and restructure Phoenix Elite because we're coming to an end of the custom wear designing and I will be working on my evening wear cocktail dress line so just wait till 2020 and then you know you'll see. All right. And what's next for Taylor May by Zena Lene? So what's next for Zena Lene? Um, oh, working on a capsule collection. <laughs> so I want to do a cap capsule collection, maybe um, six pieces or so that I want to put into production. Um, I haven't set a date on that yet, but Take I'm your with time, you. sis. I'm with you on the custom clothing. I'm really, really trying to have this be my last year of it. I also have a mobile boutique, which I'm probably going to have to move out of New York because there's no license for that. Um, so it'll probably be in a different state. But I have the truck. Everything is ready. It's just like That's New York dope. is. Yeah. yeah. So I sent you a picture of the one that was in Harlem, but it was closed when I sent it to you. So I couldn't ask I called the them. number. You did? Okay. A, I called them. I couldn't ask no so questions. <laughs> I called. I called because I'm trying to figure They're here. There's yeah, somebody in It was sitting right there. They're here. So I'm like, listen, I could do it. The lady told me she got arrested. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, you're trying to go to jail. So we're going to have, okay, we're still popping champagne and having bottles. So I'm, I'm going to make sure I have all of their contact information in the show notes so you guys can reach out to them. But go ahead and throw out y'all uh, y'all social media handles real quick. Instagram at Shaquana the Designer. S-H-A-Q-U-A-N-N-A underscore the designer. Okay. <laughs> so um, Instagram, it's TaylorMade Zena Lene. That's Z-I-N-A-L-A-N-A-Y. My website is Xenalene.com. Um, Twitter, Facebook, everything is Zena Lene. Z-I-N-A-L-A-N-A-Y. All right, that's I the forgot. show. Thanks, you guys. Oh, you gotta have it. a website. Oh, go ahead. All right, all that gonna be in the show notes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Have a good one.